That's the sound of another sale on Shopify, in-store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail talks. That's shopify.com slash retail talks. Welcome. Welcome to Total Retail Talks, your podcast channel for retail knowledge. Hello and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Talks. I'm Joe Keenan, the Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail. I'm recording this episode at the CRMC show in Chicago and I am happy to be joined by Valerie Grant, who is the Lifecycle Manager, Marketing Manager at Kroger Company. And we're going to talk a little bit about Kroger and some of its loyalty efforts. So thanks for joining me, Valerie. Happy to be here. Thank you. So to get us started, I think most everyone in the audience is probably familiar with Kroger Company, but um, I want you to talk about a little bit about your role within the organization, uh, specifically uh, how you kind of work collaboratively across marketing and loyalty. Sure. So I lead engagement and retention marketing for our membership programs. We have a free tier and paid tier membership at Kroger, and we have a long legacy of loyalty programs, um, almost 25 years of experience in running loyalty um, across our enterprise. I work really closely with our loyalty business team um, to align our strategies with the business goals. And then I also work across marketing um, with our brand team, our channel marketing teams, and basically everyone across marketing to execute against those business goals. So following up on that second point, and it's a good lead into my next question in terms of at Kroger, when you talk about your marketing and differentiating between brand and lifecycle marketing, tell us how you do that, maybe an example, or, or just kind of give an idea to the audience of how you think about brand versus life cycle. Sure. Yeah. At Kroger, brand strategies are identified to support uh, big bets and overall equity gains. So a couple of the big ones that we have at Kroger right now are Fresh for Everyone, which is really reinforcing our fresh equity um, where we're very strong. And also uh, one that's on everyone's mind right now is delivery. So Kroger delivery is a relatively new and growing service that we have. And so the brand teams are really leading awareness and trial of that activation. Um, in Lifecycle, we are really coming in to fill in identified gaps. And so we have a couple principles in Lifecycle Marketing, which are everything first is good for the customer. So we're using the customer needs and the customer data to identify the right action. And then it's also good for the business. So it has to be measurable, scalable, and good for the business. If something doesn't tick both boxes, then we won't activate in that way. So sometimes we'll find something that's good for the business and we identify that it's not really moving the needle for the customer and vice versa. We can find lots of things that are great for customers, but it's not an impact to the business. So when we're talking about life cycle, we're kind of coming back to customer first and then meeting a business goal. In addition, we, we start with the, the customer need and then identify a priority target. Um, and then build the strategies to uh, address the customer need. Would it be fair to say that on the brand side, it's more of a holistic and 
more of a whole demographic approach versus the life cycle. You're really narrowing it down to that individual shopper. True. Yes. I mean, I think in the brand, the focus uh, or the target even is a broader good for everyone. And in life cycle, we're really filling in those gaps for specific customer targets. Um, another differentiator is in life cycle at Kroger is that we're really focused on a test and learn. Whereas in, um, in the brand, they're really focused on kind of the equity gains. Um, so they are, of course, still testing and learning, but um, that's a secondary focus where it's a higher priority for our team. Um, and then we are also using agile marketing methodologies. So a lot of what we're doing, we're trying to start small and quick, learn what we can very quickly, and then reapply and readjust. And then finally, another differentiator between brand and lifecycle marketing is the sustainability of what we do. So brand big bets are often really uh, big and splashy and uh, amazing creatively versus what we're doing is smaller, performative, but meant to be sustainable and ongoing to address a longer term business need. Yeah, thank you. That, that really helps to clarify between the two. Um, with that being said, I imagine there's opportunities for brand and lifecycle marketing to work hand in hand. Uh, maybe you could talk about that and if there's an example that you might be able to share. Of course. Um, lifecycle is still a relatively new function at Kroger, so the opportunities for us to work together are truly endless. Um, there are small and basic opportunities. There's large and complex things that we can do. A simple consideration is that there's a number of big bets that... Uh, the brand team are executing that can be amplified to a stronger customer target in the future. So if a brand activation is bringing in a new customer, we can capture that customer group and then continue the conversation long term beyond when that brand activation completes. Um, so continuing to reinforce the benefits of whatever the brand activation had, but for longer term to keep those customers engaged and, and bring them into loyalty. Um, we can also reinforce in different channels. Um, really, our specialty is in our targeted owned channels, um, but we can also create custom versions of things that would be specific to different target customers. You mentioned that Kroger's had a loyalty program, I believe, about 25 years. So you're really one of the you're, you're a trailblazer in this space um, at Kroger. You know, member retention. So getting customers into the program is one thing, keeping them engaged and active in your loyalty program is another challenge. So talk a little bit about what you're doing at Kroger specifically to engage those existing loyalty members and how um, marketing fits into the, into the equation. Yeah. Um, yes, we take loyalty very seriously. Comes up in so many of our conversations in so many different ways. Um, our approach is really how can we make it easy for customers to become, become loyal and stay loyal with us? Um, and it, it goes all across the enterprise. So it's from improving the store experience and making it easy to shop e-commerce and then also providing the best value that we can. Um, one of the things that uh, people always mention and even mention at this conference to me is that they love the Kroger coupons on what they buy. Um, and that has been so valuable to uh, loyalty and our brand experience over the years. Um, in addition to that, we also have the best value in a paid membership um, going on right now among groceries. So um, Boost 
at Kroger and across our total enterprise. Um, that's a primary focus of my role every day. And when I'm planning for boost member retention, um, one of my main focuses is that retention starts at day one or week one. Retention doesn't start at the end of that membership period. So the engagement um, and the value that we're bringing to customers all throughout the membership is critical to keeping customers within our program. So 25 years, and then you factor in the frequency at which your loyal customers are shopping yes. at Kroger. This is not something that they purchase and then they don't need again for, you know, it's it's not a category like, you know, furniture or automotive or mm -hmm. something where it's a, it's an infrequent purchase. Like, you know, this is grocery. So yeah. there's obviously vast, vast amounts of data, I'm sure, that you're collecting about your members. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that then translates into being able to market to them better based upon the information you're collecting about their behaviors? Yeah, of course. There are a ton of examples. Um, really happy to work at Kroger because we are very focused in the data. Two of the main um, approaches that we're using in Lifecycle. So one is really getting tight on identifying um, the most impactful groups that have opportunities that are not being met by other things happening at Kroger. So an example of that is is really um, our retention marketing for declining households. We're actually using science to identify customer decline quite early. And a lot of times in the grocery category, like you mentioned, customers don't even realize that they are declining. So we are able to help stem that decline early um, and keep them within our enterprise and bringing them back for a trip. Um, and it feels really good because it's generally something that they do need. We're not asking them to purchase an unnecessary thing. Everyone is eating, everyone's purchasing groceries. So again, it goes back to just how can we make it easy for them to stay loyal with us? How do you think about the speed at which you operate? Again, back to the frequency of visits and that kind of real-time processing of all this data yeah. and then getting the right promotions and coupons out there. You know, mentioned people love the Kroger coupons. So how do you, um, there's, there's a real rapidity at what you need to do this. Yeah, there is. Um, I think just like probably everyone in the industry right now, we all feel like we should be moving faster. So sometimes it does feel frustrating that we're not meeting the customer's need as quickly as we would like. Um, but I think where we have been successful in Lifecycle is building those sustainable programs um, working to automate them and remove a lot of the manual effort so that they um, essentially can begin to run themselves. And that frees us up to address other new opportunities. So using that, that goal of automation and also using agile marketing methodologies, it's helping us, even though it doesn't feel as fast as we would hope, it's helping us make uh, smaller gains all the time. Yeah. And I would imagine a combination of some of those automation technologies yeah. that you've introduced, also the human element too, mm -hmm. in, in terms of the analysis of the data, but um, the speed that that offers is unmatched. Yeah. So yeah. Um, my final question for you, Valerie, is in terms of what you're targeting in terms of next steps, opportunities where you think um, you can improve the effectiveness of your lifecycle marketing efforts mm -hmm. at Kroger. Yeah. I mean, we just talked about it. One of the biggest ones is, uh, moving toward automation and removing some of the people resources so people can begin to focus on what's next and what are more opportunities that we have to improve that experience for customers. Um, 
testing is big for our team. So rolling out more test and learns. Um, and then finally, um, how can we get more personalized? So personalization across all of marketing is something that is in the back of our minds, or I should say in the front of our minds yeah. this year. Um, so Kroger, with our history and loyalty, we've been successfully personalizing offers for such a long time. And as part of our customer first focus, we are trying to find where are the other um, opportunities for us to continue that standard of personalization across the total customer experience. And anticipating demand, how does that kind of factor into it? Like thinking about when's next shop, shopping trip is going to be, this is what they potentially might need based on the data we have. Yeah. You know, thinking about that as well, kind of that forecasting. Yeah. Oh, yes. I always would love to forecast. It becomes really tough because our customers are so unique. Um, and so what we want to do when we're talking about personalization, the goal is to try to help them um, with what they need um, versus trying to forecast um, and drive a shop, an unnecessary shopping trip. So always with the goal of helping them on their shopping journey instead of um, making it feel like we're forcing something that is not a natural need. Right. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. I want to take the opportunity to thank Valerie Grant, who is the Lifecycle Marketing Manager at Kroger, for joining us here at CRMC and uh, taking the opportunity to speak with us. So thank you, Valerie. Thank you. This was great. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Talks. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail talks. That's shopify.com slash retail talks.